Welcome back to another edition of Hashtag Alvarado Excellence. And with me as always, Alvarado ISD Superintendent, Dr. Kenneth Estes. And I will we'll start by asking, how was your weekend? <laughs> weekend was great. <laughs> All right, so obviously the, the big elephant in the room, we did not get our podcast done last week. We, we did, we, yeah. but we did not do it in a format that, could be edited, and so uh, we're not was not able to get that put together last week while we were in Austin. Uh, speaking of being in Austin, we were there until Thursday instead of Wednesday because of the beautiful weather here in the area. Uh, so we'll actually we'll start with that weather cancellations. Everybody says, "Well, it's fine, you know, just just cancel and we'll add it on to the end of school." Or everybody's worried, "Hey, don't cancel because we're going to have to go." add-on days at the end of the school year. And if you can explain a little bit, that's not necessarily how it works all the time now. No, it doesn't. We It's about minutes now. And I think a lot of people are starting to become familiar with that. But we go a certain number of minutes, a required number of minutes. And fortunately, we bank days every year. And we have, since COVID started, uh, to ensure that we, if we close, we'd be able to, to end the school year when we said we were going to end the school year. And we banked more uh, on some years and less on, on some, and uh, we're fortunate right now to to be in a situation where we don't have to make up any missed time yet. And I, I say yet because you and I discussed when we were down in Austin on the podcast that will never get <laughs> published that those uh, that that in February we know we've had a lot of missed days at the end of February the last mm-hmm. few years, and so. It's just uh, it's just one of those things where when the ice comes in, it makes it very difficult to go to school, and we hate to put our educators and our scholars in a situation that we deem is unsafe. And, you know, uh, we drove back on Thursday. The roads, the main highways were fantastic. We got back into Alvarado, and the roads were pretty good in Alvarado for the most part. But we certainly hit lots uh, or saw lots of ice, and as we drove around some of the schools Thursday, even Thursday afternoon, uh, there was still a considerable amount of ice, uh, and that refreezing that occurred Thursday night made it impossible for us to go Friday. In years past, right now we'd be up to you'd have your two bad weather days, but then we'd still have we'd have already tacked on two extra days to the end of the school year, right? You know, and so now you don't have to necessarily schedule those bad weather days during the school year. Uh, you make your day just a tiny bit longer, and really, what it comes out to is. If you don't use those days, you have more academic classroom time with the scholars, which is great. Right. And it's paid off for us last several years. Yeah. I mean, um, many times over. And we just I pray that we have good sailing here the rest <laughs> of the, the year and we don't, have, uh, we don't have a need to close schools again. All right. So although we were closed most of last week, we went Monday morning and then we're closed the rest of the week. They still had competitions over the weekend. So Color Guard, High School Color Guard, Junior High Spirit Squad, despite not practicing at all last week, had competitions Saturday and both did phenomenal. Uh, Junior High took second place in their division, and the high school took third, first 4A school. First place as a 4A school, but third overall in their division. Uh, Fantastic job by Miss Smith, Miss Murr, and all that entire group. 
for being able to put together that kind of a perform those kind of performances without much practice. And we said this week in and week out, but in some of these programs, we just expect them to win when they go right. places. And we know that uh, Dr. Murr and, as you said, Miss Smith or Coach Smith, they've they've really built a program that is un- unrivaled by their forays for sure. And so for our cadets to go down and, and compete or go up to Lamar and compete like they did, I appreciate you going. You got some great shots. If anybody wants to visit the photo stream <laughs> that we have on our website, it's you have some really good shots of the cadet performance, and uh, just proud of those kids to be that resilient. To yeah. like you said, to be closed all week and then to come out. But you know, you you know as well as I do because you have uh, a scholar involved. They practice at home. It's uh, it's not just in the schoolhouse that they're they're preparing. A couple of things that we talked about last week, but nobody knows we talked about last week. <laughs> <laughs> I know you know had this conversation earlier, but. Some of the topics that we're talking about, it seems like we've already done a podcast on right. this, and we have. Uh. Right, so JROTC uh, had a competition. They went down to Waco uh, weekend before last and had a, a fantastic showing out of 34 teams there. They were actually finished second in academics and then also had uh, outstanding performances in color guard and fitness. And it's great to see our JROTC out in competitions and not necessarily in – necessarily in the greater DFW area, but going a little bit outside their comfort zone, you know, down to Waco to compete. It's, it's great to see. And the diversity of their t- competitions. I mean, right. ro- from robotics uh, to academics to fitness to uh, they have air rifle contest and they do a color guard also, you know, right. with the, the flags. And so it's, it's impressive. And then also last week we discussed it. Uh, CX debate district champs. Uh, actually, as a so it's multifaceted district champs. <laughs> All right, I'm so going yeah. to sit back and listen to you explain this because <laughs> it seems tough. But. All right, so you had individual teams. We were first with Zoe Zernecki and Peyton Stevens. We also took sixth with Brooke Bridgewater and Jocelyn Jarman. Now, there's also a team aspect of it, a full team aspect of it, and those four combined for a first place district championship. And then first place speaker, the best speaker out of anybody there, Alvarado's own Peyton Stevens. And so kind of kind of swept everything there at the district competition, which is fantastic. That first place team of Zernecki and Stevens automatically qualifies for the state competition in, a, uh, I believe it's close to spring break. It was during spring break last right. year, if I remember correctly. Right. And so outstanding job there by the debate team and also our debate Coach Miss Stevens over at the intermediate school. Yeah, we may we may be the only school district that our debate coach is also a principal of a of a different campus. Right. So, yeah, we're really proud of them. And as you've mentioned already this morning in the podcast, that uh, seeing our kids compete in academic competitions and excelling is it just brings great pride to our community. And I think it reminds us just. Uh, that it doesn't matter what we're doing, our kids can compete. Our kids are, are strong, and that's that's great. I love the fact that our debate program is growing and, and improving, uh, even over what we did last year. Yep, second straight year having somebody at the state debate competition. All right, then athletically, obviously last week was kind of a, a weird week for everybody. Uh, no games until Friday night, and then the Tuesday games – some were played Saturday. Some are still going to be played tonight. Right. And so we'll run through that real quick. But girls basketball, uh, 
now 22 and 9 overall, 9 and 2 in district, had a huge win over Kennedale Friday night. I didn't get to witness it. I know you did. Uh, and a little bit of a, of close quarters, a little bit, as couldn't get the stands extended on one side. And so everybody was kind of on that one visitor side, which isn't huge. I'm sure it made for a fantastic atmosphere. It did. I was on it. I'll be honest. I was concerned. <laughs> and those who work closely with me know sometimes that I'm a little over the top. But getting to the game and, and knowing that we weren't going to be able to spread out, uh, it's always it's tough in a basketball game anyway, mm-hmm. especially in our gym. Uh, passions, you know, <laughs> passions get involved. You know, people are passionate right. about basketball, and a lot of people think they can coach it or officiate it <laughs> from the stands. And it I've can never, get I've heated. Never, I've right. never heard of such. Right, right. Certainly not from <laughs> the two of us uh, at the end of the bleachers. But right. but also with a rival, kind of a rivalry game we mm-hmm. have uh, with, you know, longstanding opponent like Kennedale and – but our kids came out, played extremely well, uh, very well coached from top to bottom. Just an impressive game. I, I don't know how, how you know how to describe it other than the fact that we led from, I think, from buzzer to buzzer and uh, never disappointed. I was I was impressed uh, with the effort of the kids after being gone. You know, I, I'm I'm not sure what practice they were they were able to get in before that right. game Friday night. But you sure, you sure could not tell that we had missed any practice. And we were spot on on our shooting all night long. We did an outstanding job out rebounding Kennedale, who was a, a very good and physical team. So really proud of our kids for coming out with the victory. And then they, they had a huge game last Tuesday that they couldn't play. They were actually making that up tonight at Godley. And a, a, the reason Friday night was so huge as well is because that win – Keeps the Lady Indians in the running for a district title. Right. So now you have Alvarado sitting at 9-2. and Kennedale, I believe, is 8-2 and two because they haven't had their bye yet. Right. And then – or they've already had their bye, I'm sorry. And then Godley sitting there at 8-1, and one, I believe. Right, and so, one loss, that's right. So Lady Indians needed that win to kind of keep pace, and now they get an opportunity for another win tonight. And there'll be a three-way tie for atop the district standings, and the Lady Indians will be done and can't do anything else to fall back. Right to to help to you know help their chances or hurt their chances. Right. right. So, and I, I guess Kendall will be rooting for us because right. uh, they need us uh, to beat Godly as well. It's interesting. You may know, may or may not know that Godly came to the game uh, on oh, really? on Friday night after they play. I believe they may have played in Venus or in Waxhatch at Live. But anyway, coming back through Alvarado, they stopped them and watched us uh, win the game. Nice. All right, then boys basketball. Not so fortunate against Kennedale Friday night. They went to Kennedale and 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 took a tough loss. And talking to Coach Eastlaw Saturday morning, he was. I don't know if frustrated was the word, but just a at a loss a little bit. Just the 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 shooting was not there. It, it, while you said the Lady Indians looked like they had been practicing all week, I think Coach East lost his eyes. Maybe the boys looked like they hadn't practiced all week. Right. And so had a had a tough loss against Kennedale where they didn't play very well, and then came back the very next day. And you know, one of the things we say about baseball is you forget about it because you're going to play the next day. Well. The boy, the boys had an opportunity to forget about it because they were playing the next day and got a jumped on Godly early, got a lead, and then uh, fended off a late rally against Godly Saturday for a big win. Yeah, and and man, what a record for both our boys and girls. I mean, mm-hmm. they're both over twenty wins. But, uh, boys are sitting at twenty-seven and four. 
with two district losses and a very tough district right. uh, once again. And so we're proud of the kids and the coaches to be in a position right now, both both teams in a position to win the district or, or to finish tied for the, the top spot. And I don't know, closing in on the 30-win mark as well for the boys, I don't know if they've ever had 30 wins. I don't know. I remember what it was. Maybe it was 28 or 29 last year. But I don't know if we've ever crossed that 30-win mark. I have to go back and uh, yeah, research. I, I can't remember a time. I mean, because like we talked about several weeks ago, I mean, you hit 20 wins, and for most basketball coaches, uh, they uh, in fact, they can't they keep track of that. I think there's a, mm-hmm. a way they track their 20-win seasons, is what they call them, and right. that's something very special in basketball. But to be sitting there at 27 wins and only four losses, I mean, especially, like I said, we're in the Metroplex. We play a lot of good basketball around right. around this area. All right, so the boys with a uh, no game tonight because they'd already played godly. They got a, a, a big one, I believe it's Friday against Life Walks at Hatchie. And so we'll uh, let me see, make sure it's no, I'm sorry, that is yeah, Friday. Boys are at Life Walks at Hatchie. That's so right, we have that. a bye on, on, Tuesday. on Tuesday. That's so, right, okay. So a big game there is as they try to grab a win at Walks at Life and keep their district championship hopes alive. Girls soccer and boys soccer, their entire week was was wiped out. Uh, girls are sitting at five, three, and one. Boys are sitting at five and are four and seven, and both are actually ranked in the Star Telegram's area rankings. They're both sitting at tenth. And I didn't mention boys basketball is actually sitting at first right now. Those were last week's rankings, but they are sitting at first right now in the as four, in four A and others uh, for the Star Telegram. Pretty special, that's for sure. I think our I think our boys soccer boys soccer team did play Friday. They oh, they, did? they had a a game that they played to a draw with I believe it was a team like uh, academy. I'm not real familiar with that that district, and I didn't get to get out and see that game. Right, uh, but it was during they were ending about the time uh, the girls game was ending at the gym, and, and so uh, Mr. Stevens uh, communicated that it was a zero zero or nil nil as there you go. call it soccer. I apologize. Right. To, to all those that Mr. are Stevens would not have been happy with yeah, that. Yeah, no, if he listens, he probably doesn't <laughs> listen to the podcast. But uh, well, uh, And I believe our JV girls soccer team played. They had a game Saturday, I believe. Saturday? I okay. believe it was Saturday. All right, so the boys soccer team then is at 4-7-1 and one, and not 4-7. and seven. All right, so the calendar for this week, and it is a little crazy. It's a little crazy, even though there's no basketball game Tuesday night. It's still a little crazy. It is. So tonight, Monday, girls basketball at Godley for a, a huge game. We'd love to have you all out there for that. Softball scrimmage at Trimble Tech at 4.30 and 6 tonight. Junior high boys basketball ends its season at Hillsboro at 5 and 6. And then junior high girls host Hillsboro at 5 and 6 to end their season. And then we also have our, is it cross country and football tonight? Have yes. their uh, awards banquet. That is starting at 6 o'clock at the high school cafeteria or 6.30? 6.30 is okay. that's what I believe. All right, so we'll say 6.30 at the high school cafeteria for the football and cross-country awards banquet tonight. Tuesday, February 7th, baseball scrimmage. They get their first scrimmage of the season. They'll be at Castleberry at 4.30 and 7. Girls powerlifting at Burleson at 4.30. Girls soccer and boys soccer at LifeWalks at Hatchie starting with JV boys at 4. Varsity boys at 545, and then girls varsity at 730. And that is a big game. Those are big games because Life Walks Hatchie has turned things around on both the boys' and girls' soccer programs, and both are uh, highly ranked and have 
really good record. So, big games to start district for boys and girls soccer tomorrow night. Right. I mean, you like to say it gets a little bit easier or whatever, but we really compete in, in good UIL districts, mm-hmm. no matter what, from academics on uh, to all of our athletics and, and even the area we're in for band and everything else right. and choir and it's it's tough. So, uh, we'll get after them. It's a, it's a solid week, that's for sure. Plenty of opportunities to watch the Alvarado Indians. Then Wednesday, have some action. We have golf is at the Flower Mound Lake Park Classic starting at 8 a.m. And then JV tennis, there's actually two t- JV tennis teams here for the Indians, Lady Indians. So JV2 tennis will be hosting an Alvarado tournament at 4.30 on Wednesday. Thursday, boys powerlifting will be at Waxahachie at 4.30 p.m. And then the JV1 tennis is at Arlington High at 4.30. And then Friday, February 10th, boys basketball at Life Waxahachie at 4.30, 5.45, and then varsity finishing things off at 7. Girls soccer hosting Kennedale at 7.30. Boys soccer hosting Kennedale at 4 for JV, 5.45 for varsity. Softball scrimmage at Palmer at 5 and 6.30. Baseball scrimmage at Everman at 5. Uh, that's actually varsity scrimmage at Everman at 5. The JV Baseball scrimmage will be against Everman here at 5. And then tennis, varsity, at Corsicana at 4.30. And not to be left out is uh, Indian Friend Reading Day was moved. We did not have school Friday morning, so talked to Miss Burns over the weekend, and we're going to push that to this upcoming Friday, February 10th, at 8 o'clock at Alvarado Elementary South. And I think that's everything. You think that's it? Uh, <clears throat> Nothing if, for Saturday, uh, as of now. As of now. Well, keep track of social media. Just <laughs> there's always there's always something to to see and, and watch our watch our Indians compete. And, and like I said, in a variety of things, it's it's not just all athletics. I mean, we have a lot going on. All right. Then also, we didn't mention this, but sometimes podcasts didn't come out till Tuesday. Sometimes, so go ahead and mention next Monday and Tuesday. Crossing our fingers for Tuesday, the girls basketball. No matter how they do tonight. They will be in the playoffs, and they'll be hosting – or not hosting, but playing in their first-round playoff game next Monday or Tuesday. We hope it's Tuesday because Monday we have a big board meeting. And so keep next Monday and Tuesday open if you're a big lady Indian basketball supporter. And you better be. So. Right. <laughs> All right, anything else before we go? No, just uh, appreciate everybody's patience last week. We're excited to get through that bad weather and get back in, into school. All right, very good. And until next time, hashtag Alfredo Excellence.